0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Let's freaking go. Yeah. Camp is here. As the 85 Scholarship Men. Have reported for duty. What do we know? Did everyone show up on time? Yes. Did everyone wear their proper attire? Yes. Is this team focused and disciplined? Yes, yes, yes. I went on the radio today with Carter Bryant, and uh, we were talking about WWE. So all day I've been, you know, imitating The Rock. Like, hey Pooh Bear, what do you think about this? And he starts talking right before he starts talking. It doesn't matter what you think. I love it. I love it. Uh, Stefan Freyce has preached to us, Blake. His company, him and his brother's company will be joining us. They have officially uh, have come a part of the AYS Nation will be playing and telling you where you can get all of the Frey brothers' uh, uh, stuff, doing some fantastic work. We'll have that commercial for you tomorrow. Welcome to the AYS Nation, Stefan. You guys all know him because he's always in the chat. So welcome aboard, brother. Glad you're with us. Uh, Penn Morris says, AYS, let's ride. Yeah, huge show, man. A massive show here tonight. Rafino's rants. It's time to report. Next stop, New Orleans against Florida State. Doom, 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 I'm a hoe. Ho. I'm a hoe. It's here, man. We'll be out at practice tomorrow, Pooh Bear. Watching guys like Mike Jones Jr. Who? It's going to be a fun day. <laughs> I just prayed. I prayed to, a pray to sweet baby Jesus. It doesn't rain on us, though. I shouldn't have jinxed us yesterday. Um, so it's going to be fun. I'll tell you some things I'm already hearing about the guys reporting. Um, and some things that you do need to know. We had an interesting conversation. With our good buddy, Preston Guy was doing a Twitter Spaces earlier. I thought it was pretty interesting, and so we'll, we'll we'll mention that too. Uh, he did it right before the show. If you missed it, uh, really appreciate Preston for letting us uh, uh, join. So I'm sure we'll do another space here tonight, and we'll continue the conversation that we've had. We'll have here here tonight about your LSU Fighting Tigers and what we need to know. Uh, Jake Crane, you remember him, j Boy, the man from the Daily Wire, joins us at 7.30. We're going to talk some LSU football. We are going to talk some SEC and college football. We're going to go all around the country when it comes to college football. Looking forward to having Jake back on the show. We had his brother Blaine on a week ago from today, and it was a really, uh, a lot of you guys enjoyed it. Uh, And Jake, Jake called me out a little bit. He's like, Big Daddy, when are you going to bring me back on the show? Here we go, man. Let's go. Let's get this thing started. So I'm uh, really looking forward to having... Jake Crane back on AYS. Saints camp, uh, Saints, Saints camp update. Uh, as Chris Olave shines, Tyron Matthew arrives. Um, so if you missed it, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, has finally returned. Um, a lot of people were panicking, and I told Pooh Bear off. I, I'm pretty sure told him off air that all these people freaking out about it, it wasn't a big deal, uh, and it never was. So we'll get to a Saints camp update. Trevor Penning continues to fight players. He needs to calm his ass down. I get you're playing a violent sport, and you're a violent human being. Calm your tits down. You don't need to be fighting your own teammates. That's how how, uh, a locker room gets destroyed, man. So... Getting kicked out of practice, it's not a good look. I, I don't, We didn't do this yesterday. I know we mentioned it, but we didn't get a lot of them. Hashtag AskBlake, so fire inside your comments. Inside of the Rudy Crew chat, hashtag AskBlake. We'll get to as many of them as we can as the show goes on. Uh, Derek says, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Yes, indeed. Jason, Kenny, this this old vet, Stefan, Oh, Corey, all say, let's get this thing started, so let's do it. And let's get it started. Corey does say, though, is LSU going to be sneaky good? I need to know if I can start talking shit or not. <laughs> Please <Police> help. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Aunt Patty Marshall from the 318 uh, says, Tiger Nation, let's ride. Bayou Nation, let's ride. Uh, Chance Babbin says, J-Boy is bullish on LSU going forward. We'll see. Let's see what he says. I'm sh- I think what he's going to say is going to shock a couple of you. Shelton McBride says, is Mulkey ready to win the SEC now? I think that she is. I think she was ready to win. She was prepared to win it last season. Shit, she came close. She's what? What was the final score of South Carolina versus LSU? I mean, she came really close. Now they got, they got beat up in the tournament. So, wasn't, wasn't great. <laughs> uh, Jason Brumfield says, Jalen Brown. Shelton Sampson Jr., Malik Neighbors, Jack Best, Chris Hilton, Brian Thomas Jr., Kyle Parker, Walker Howard at quarterback, sweet baby Jesus. That's nice. I know we talked about that. Guys, I'm telling the future of LSU is very bright with Brian Kelly. It's very bright. Very bright. Todd Boudreaux says Florida State is officially on the clock. You are right, good sir um you're right you're right uh this old vet says can he say that on youtube what calm your tits down i hope so i didn't say anything i mean if that's what's gonna get us canceled then um (laughs) pooh bear do you think that that will get me canceled pooh bear's like you, you know guys you remember like the um The person on the right shoulder, like the angel on the right shoulder, the devil on the left shoulder. Well, Pooh Bear's the angel on the right shoulder, but after 10 o'clock, he returns to the devil, and he goes on the left shoulder after, you know, Graham starts kicking in. (laughs) Just messing. Uh, But I I always ask Pooh Bear if I say something wrong because I can say some really crazy shiznit now. Uh, G. McGeezy. Says, I don't see him losing to Tennessee, Florida, Auburn, or Ole Miss. 10 and 2, Bama and AM question mark. Shit. I could see us losing to Tennessee. Man, that offense is a uh, shit. Who, who? Who? Be careful, man. Be careful. Sometimes less miles is less miles is more. <laughs> he says 14 and one. Okay. Oh, Pooh Bear says snitches get stitches. I'm, man. Pooh, are we going to fight now? I mean, that's how this rolls. I mean, you go up and Scavacis says, Good evening, everybody. And then you don't talk for 77 hours. And then, you know, everybody's like, Pooh, you on the Gramco? And you're like, Yeah. And saying, I'm snitching. No, you snitched on your damn self. I'm just telling the whole world about it. <laughs> that, so that is kind of like dry snitching, right? Damn, I dry snitched on my own producer. God, God help us all. Uh, Tyler says the Big Four, Kim, Jay Johnson, Matt McMahon, and BK all win the SEC next year. Imagine that anything is possible. That would be something. I don't think Matt McMahon's winning the SEC. Just throwing that out there. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. I just don't see us um, winning it within the next couple of years in basketball, but that's just me. Philip Rose says, hey, Blake. Are there any LSU players reporting today with injuries that might keep them from practicing tomorrow? We'll touch on that uh, as well. I think there's some guys, some maybe some guys a little nicked up, a little bruises here and there. But as of right now, I have not heard anything about guys being injured. We'll see when we go out to practice tomorrow around 4.15. So uh, Rafino's rant's around the corner. Uh, things finally coming to an head. Oh, and Brian Kelly and the media and press conferences and all that shiznit. We'll talk about that right after the break, and I'll give you some inside stuff of what we're hearing around camp uh, as everything started. But let's do this. Everybody, do us a favor. So many of you watching us on Facebook. Facebook. (laughs) Facebook. Stop, collaborate, and listen. All of you right now, do us a favor. Hit the like. Hit the share. Share to all those social media groups. We greatly appreciate it. Share to your own social media pages uh, we put a I think four or five items today into our aYs message board Ayssnetwork.com. if you have not subscribed for the message board I am telling you you need to go and su- subscribe to our message board today I gave you a pretty big um, uh, I-, I would say tidbit uh, from coach Jay Johnson uh, and maybe somebody that was on campus for the tigers here today so go to ayssnetwork.com slash forum seven dollars a month or 75 dollars for the year uh guys come on i'll we'll give you seven bucks if you absolutely need it so um really for really doing some good things over there a lot of people are subscribing also if you're listening to us on youtube hit the subscribe button and notification bell uh, all that good stuff uh what you doing dude my son ben just just walked in what you doing bro what? All right, come tell him, hey before we got to get started, okay? Hiya! Say hey, everybody. Like hey, who is that right there? I like you say it to the mic. Who is that? I like who is that? I like who, is that? I like who is that waving to you? Like it. Say it loud, man. Say it with your chest. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, dude. Right, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I take one, Biggie. You got another one. You little trickster. All right. Let's get this thing started. Hey, tell him bye-bye. bye-bye. All right. Love you, man. <clears throat> Gotta love it, brother. The co-host that keeps on giving. Uh, he calls him Uncle Pooh. <laughs> hey, uh, so when, Pooh co- when Ben comes in before the show and Pooh is there, he goes... I don't know sometimes if he's saying boo or poo, but nevertheless, it's always fun. Oh, Roderick Duca. Yeah, it was hashtag Ben's Picks. That's what we're calling. Everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share. So let's do this. Let's pay these bills around uh, real quick. Rafino's rants. So I'll give you some tidbits around camp and all the guys reporting today. But let's talk about our good friends over at GM Barndo and Sons at betonline.ag. Guys, We will turn we will return in a minute 30 with all of your LSU content. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's Believe50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. Tell me, you a good friend. play Graffino. sit you on by. All right, we got to talk about this very quickly. Uh, Pooh Bear said, Ben, don't dry snitch. That's why he's my favorite host. Mm. Uh, there's, really, there's really not a lot I can say about that. I mean, there's a lot of truth. <laughs> there's a lot of truth in what Pooh Bear says there now. A lot of truth. Uh, Stefan says Ben is very fired up. He is, and you know why he is. It is because LSU football and the players have, players and coaches really have reported today. We'll talk about that in just a quick second. But I do want to get to this very quickly, and this is just my opinion. Okay, I know a lot of people. Remember when Brian Kelly was hired? Pooh Bear, you remember when Brian Kelly was hired in November? And they did a, a, a early signing day. Brian Kelly didn't talk to the media and everybody flipped out. Y'all remember that? I do. You remember when everybody was wondering when brother, bro, when's Brian Kelly going to talk to the fans and the media about recruiting? Because he doesn't even know all of his players yet. You want this man to come in, hire 72 people, 72 new people inside of football ops, get to know 110 kids' name that's already currently, or maybe not 110, it's more like at that point 55, (laughs) but 55 new names on his team, go out here and start recruiting and hitting the transfer portal, and we're worried about a press conference. Well, today, as camp is here, it was released and a lot, a lot of people posted this, and uh, and so I guess we can talk about it since people posted it on social media. Um, um, since people announced it on social media, Brian Kelly and LSU released today their um, what the the uh, practice attendance will be and how all of our availability and if we're able to go to scrimmages or not. Newsflash! flash, by the way, we're getting assistant coaches, Brian Kelly announced. We're able, as a media corps, to be able to go to scrimmages. So to see live action, what happens in a scrimmage? Now, some of this stuff we won't even be able to post. It's a lot like the spring. But every single step of the way, you came after the man. And he silenced all of you. We were worried about a press conference instead of what is now, what is going on now, when kids report now, when players and coaches report now, to be able to put a good enough team on the field, a good enough team on the field to be able to go out and dominate and bring LSU back to things that we saw like 2019. Now, I don't know if we'll ever see another offense like that, but you get my drift in reference to a national title. Brian Kelly posted today on his social media. I think it was just Twitter. 85 young men locked and loaded and ready to go. Coaches locked in, focused and ready to go. Look, there's, there is a lot of question marks about this team. We talked about it on, on, on this show. We talked about it on Preston's uh, 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 Twitter spaces just a minute ago, whatever it may be. There's so a lot of question marks that this team's going to have to fill out. Does Traymond Short start at left guard? But now that Anthony Bradford's back, does he work his way at the left guard? What do you do with the very talented offensive lineman in Marlon Martinez? What does Dellinger do? Does, does Cam Wire get kicked out to right tackle? How good can Will Campbell be at left tackle? Who's going to be the other receivers to complement Kayshawn is it Jare Jenkins, is it Malik Neighbors? who's going to be your number two guy, and you probably won't know that until the games actually start, because Kent Ernst is going to really tell us a lot of that, who's going to be your starting running back, who's going to get the first carry, and the biggest thing, who's going to be the quarterback, but meanwhile, in February, we were worried about a freaking press conference, and now it's here, and you don't even talk about it. I tell you what, though, and Pooh Bear, I, I I will say this: I'm really intrigued, really intrigued by what I saw in the photo that Brian Kelly posted. Guys reporting all in the same same uniform, same shirts, same shorts, shirts tucked in, and you could look around around that room. Dudes are locked in. I think this team's upset. And they're gonna have to play with a chip on their shoulder because six and seven at LSU or eleven and twelve in the last two seasons here is not gonna cut it. It's not gonna cut it. I I, I gotta be honest, man. I'm I'm really intrigued by what I've seen. Very intrigued by what I've seen with this team so far. Tomorrow, we'll start to get some of these questions to be answered. Who looks good? Did did Anthony Bradford really lose the 30 pounds that the rumors are circulating that he has? A lot of people have seen the the very talented five-star linebacker and, and Harold Perkins. What does Harold Perkins look like since he's been here for three months under strength and conditioning with Jacob Flint? Do you have depth on the defensive line with, uh, with Makai Wingo, Bryce Langston, and others? Which there was a rumor about Bryce Langston. We can put that to rest. He is reported to camp today. Because he, you know, he lives in Florida. He was on his way back. And he passed by Florida and says, hey, this is Florida, whatever. But he had reported. So I will say this, and we'll get to a couple comments. Jake Crane joining us in six minutes. Gods, at least to what I know, there hasn't been anything really reported in reference to injuries, nothing that I could really necessarily share, but I haven't necessarily asked a whole lot. However, um, looks like everybody's reported and ready to go. The biggest thing from tomorrow's practice until the end of camp, until September the 4th, you got to mitigate injuries. Make sure that we're not getting hurt. And as Brian Kelly said so delicately uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I forget where he said it, when LSU played UCLA a season ago, guys, they had dead legs. There's going to be a lot of morning practices. I love it. We won't be able to go to all the morning ones, but I love it. Getting in before the rain starts. It's also what she said. (laughs) But I, when I when I make a joke, I look at Pooh Bear, and if he's giggling, I start giggling, and I can't really control myself. I'm like a little schoolgirl. I think I'm the funniest person I know. And that's conceited as hell. <laughs> but nevertheless, guys, there's not really a lot to report here. Guys, reporting, um, Pooh Bear, can you can you pull up the Brian Kelly picture for us that he tweeted about an hour ago? Just to give everybody and let everybody uh, see <laughs> what 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 I'm talking about. Uh, C King, let's get to a couple comments though before uh, we get to Jay Crane. C King, my good buddy, says we have questions, but I'd be damned if we're the 31st team in the country, like CBS Sports said. Hmm, I didn't see that. Did they really say we're 31st? Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't see that. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, G Magizi says uh, Campbell, Bradford, Martinez, Dallinger, um, I Let me say this. I, I don't, McGeezy, I, I, this is an opinion. I, I'm not saying you're wrong because that could be your starting five on the offensive line. Um, I think Trey Martin Shorts had a really good spring, and I think Miles Frazier had a really good spring. If Anthony Bradford's your left guard and Marlon Martinez is your center, um, I fully expect... Uh, Miles Frazier to be your starting right tackle, and I, or or Tremont Shorts. I, I don't know, but I will tell you this: Miles Frazier is going to play. God, God willing, please, just please, Jesus, Jesus, I'm asking. Like, and I, I mean this seriously, Jesus. Everybody, pray with me in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, please don't let this team get any bad injuries during this during fall camp. Please. We have suffered long enough. We have suffered long enough. Six and seven, Lord, 11 and 12 in the last two seasons has really been tough on a player. Please let this team be good. I'm just asking for them to be good. Please. In your son's name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Yeah, Pooh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put it up. Um, let me share this right quick. Pooh Bear's got it for us. This is the Brian Kelly tweet. Pooh, can we zoom in just a little? Uh, oh, look at the Golden Boot Pod. Look at that down the bottom left. I think they're going live on Thursday. You heard me. I wonder what they got in store, but guys. Look at this. If you if you can't, uh, I'm sorry for the guys that are listening on XM radio or you're listening on the audio podcast platform. But just go to Brian Kelly's Twitter handle and you'll be able to see it but brian kelly said on uh, via twitter today we celebrate celebrate consistency and growth over the last six months camp is a new opportunity for everyone in this program to take a step forward in our process look how full that room is look how full that room is guys there's 85 scholarship guys right there there's some big names i know there's bryce langston there's quincy wiggins There's Mason Smith. There's Jay Ward. There's Miles Brennan. There's Garrett Nussmeyer. There is Walker Howard. There's Seven Banks. Looking good to me, y'all. Looking good to me. Thank you, Pooh Bear, for pulling that up. But I just wanted to show that and look how this team was locked in. Stephen Fry says, C. King can't wait to watch those boys climb the mountain. Me too. Me too. Uh, Harold Woods, what's up, Harold? He says, positive injury, no bad injuries. Yes. Dear God. Brother can't... (laughs) uh, uh, Brother can't play. Uh, Jason says uh, on Facebook, hashtag ask Blake. Okay, dude, it's time. Give your prediction for the year overall SEC records. Put them... Cunyans on the line um I can't do that though yet Jason I haven't Jason I don't know who the starting offense is and we keep talking about this and you guys keep asking me Blake what's your opinion on the record what's your opinion on the record guys who's the starting quarterback oh well, Blake it's Garrett Del- uh Garrett Nutzmeier are you sure <laughs> Preston did a poll or, or, or Pooh Bear. Poo- Bear y'all did a quarterback poll huh on Twitter, I, I don't whoever did the whoever did the poll, you guys don't even know who the damn quarterback is. I'm not picking until I get to see a little bit more of this. We'll see it tomorrow. I guys, I gotta see at least two or three practices before I know some. I wanna see it. I wanna see Mike Jones Jr. light somebody up. Who? who? Gotta see it, brother. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Chris English on Facebook says, Breaking news, Miles Brennan gets hurt unpacking his suitcase. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Don't put that man out there like that. Brandon Reese says, You can make the argument some guys just checked out on the program these last two years. Man, I- I'm going to say something and people aren't going to like this. Um... Y'all see Derek Stingley today at Texans camp? I don't know, man. I I think that that has a lot of validity to it, a lot of validity. Uh, Jared Biliot says, Blake, tell me good news about the O-line and quarterbacks. I'm taking the plus 3,000 on DraftKings for LSU to win the West. I like it. I like it. Look, if I had an opinion, so look, I will give you this. If I had an opinion right now, right, like right now, I do agree with Ann. As of right now, I don't know if Miles doesn't get the first maybe crack at it. Or Jaden Daniels doesn't get the first crack at it um, because they are two more experienced guys. They're guys that have been around programs. They have a lot of, I say a lot of snaps, but they've been around for a long time. Um, Offensive line, personally, this is why I think the offensive line is going to be better than a season ago. The reason that I believe that LSU's offensive line is going to be better a season ago is we saw Jake Peets, the former offensive coordinator, every run had a pass built off of it. So it could be an RPO, you pull it, you throw it. We saw Max do it a lot, the quick slants, the, the, the hitches, the little quick outs, whatever it may be. We saw him do that. The offensive line wasn't getting to the second level. We've been, you guys have been on this show long enough to when we break down zone blocking schemes. When you're hitting that one tech and the guards got to get to the second level, they weren't doing that a season ago. They're doing it now, and that's why you have a spring game. When an offensive line that and even a season ago had four guys drafted, you legitimately are rushing for 301 and one yards in a stupid spring game, and I'm not taking that to the bank it's a stupid spring game everybody's playing man-to-man coverage (laughs) i mean (laughs) what the hell (laughs) i mean you're worried about blake did will campbell cut the backside uh, defensive end shit i don't know i don't give a you know i don't give a flying rip i tell you all right i just got word that we have the man he's back does he have a mustache like his brother blaine so what I want to know, let's do this. Let's pay these bills very quickly. We got Jake Crane from Crane & Company with the Daily Wire that's going to join us. Let's pay these bills very quickly. We'll be back in one minute to talk to our good man, Jake Crane. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco. Co. We'll see you in just a sec. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure If you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First (laughs) off is the wake and bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off. Of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use Gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside as the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet You must be 21 years older to order. Again that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS 25 We're back The Man is here the man with the plan jake crane what's up buddy
2: blake my friend what is up no mustache uh you know again i feel like uh blaine's you know either gonna sell your reverse mortgage or ask uh, how much you want to wager on double jeopardy right now but uh nah man i'm I'm going straight clean face i'm trying to stay as young looking as possible for as long as possible
0: oh and it's on a scale from one to ten how much does blaine crane resemble ron swanson
2: uh, I mean, probably nine and a half. I mean, I didn't. I'm just waiting to see him like start working with wood or something, or like starting to really like care about antiques, or you know, just tell me old cliches that you know he learned fishing with somebody back in the day. But he is look fast forward. I mean, I, I don't know. He's about to turn 28, I think. Uh, fast forward 20, 30 years, he may look like Ron Swanson.
0: Hey, he might. He might. I would. It would be a glorious, a glorious day if he does. <laughs> Jake Crane from Crane & Company from the Daily Wire is our guest. Buddy, I know that we talked, so I'm going to give you the floor. You kind of went viral in the Bayou. Even so much, y'all are on LSU's Media Day hype video about Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers. Buddy, you said that there was going to be a lot more structure, and I agree with you there. A lot more discipline. I guess when you look at Brian Kelly and this team, what do you see?
2: Well, look, you know, I I, I said, and, and we really appreciate LSU putting us on there. That was pretty cool. Uh, my thing is this, you know, LSU is one of the few places where the, where the machine is basically already built. You just have to have somebody that comes in there and can maintain it, that understands, hey, I need to oil this every now and then. I need to make sure it's in a good place. It's not getting weathered or rusted. And and that's what Brian Kelly is. I mean, you look, LSU, and, and I know you've said this and we've said this, LSU, to me, when, when you look at it, is one of the quickest places that you can just go on a run very quickly. Les Miles won a national championship. Edo won a national championship. You bring somebody in there with structure, somebody that understands, hey, accountability is something that we have to have. We can have all the talent in the world, but if it's not organized, if it's not disciplined, if it's not scheduled and segmented out and we're not doing something every day that helps us get better in that area, then we aren't going to be able to consistently survive in a league that's only getting better because talent is one thing we know you know as well as i do blake there's been a lot of really great coaches that look like idiots because the players sucked. there's been a lot of coaches that look like geniuses that really knew nothing because the players were elite so when you mix a guy that knows how to put together a program that has the blueprint that has the accountability that knows what needs to go where and when with the monster that is lsu you are going to get results and you're probably going to get them fast that's why i said i would not be surprised if LSU wins the national championship within the first three years of the Brian Kelly regime, I would not be surprised at all. Whoa. I would be surprised if they won 10 games this year. And I don't think they're where they need to be. I, I don't think they're where they're going to be. And people make fun of uh, the Southern accent and stuff like that. Look, man, don't, don't we care about that? Like, like Nick Saban's from West Virginia, man. T- to me, <laughs> to me, I think LSU said, you know what? We've ran some good plays. We won one with less. We won one with Crazy Edo, you know, threatened to put people in the hole, you know, down in the bayou, including somebody impersonating me one day. But, you know, I I, I really believe, Blake, and you know me, I'm not going to come on here and BS. I, I, I called LSU struggling last year. I was one of the first people yeah. to say it. Yeah. But when you bring a guy like Brian Kelly that knows how to take care of the machine – and you turn it into just feeding the machine every year. Nick Saban in Alabama, they just feed the machine. It's already running. Hey, let's make sure everything's fine. Nobody get in trouble. Show up to meetings on time. And and that culture, it's contagious. Because guess what? Players want structure. Players want that. Right. They don't really, deep down, want you to just let them do whatever they want to do. Especially nowadays, because everybody's trying to go to the league. You look at Matt Corral saying, man. You know, I went to Ole Miss because I felt like I, I could kind of get away with more. It, it would kind of be a little bit easier. And now he's in the NFL, and he's he's going to be fine. But he's looking around going, wait, y'all did this? You were, You were this prepared? Brian Kelly is the guy that prepares you. He is the stepdad that you never wanted, that you always needed, who came in there and said, you know what? Clean up your room, hang out with better friends. Oh, you want an act an ass? I'll take the door off the hinges and you'll have no privacy. And you don't understand it until you graduate from Harvard at the top of your class and have a job making $350 a year at Goldman Sachs right out as a 23-year-old. That's what Brian Kelly is going to do for LSU. And it's a guy that's an Auburn fan that's from Auburn. It scares the hell out of me, Blake. Cause I know what LSU is. I've watched them. I get it. There's no Auburn to Alabama. There's no Mississippi State to Ole Miss. Hell, there isn't even a Vanderbilt to Tennessee in that state. And LSU, the state of Louisiana is oozing with talent. You just gotta be able to mold it and structure it. You know, it's like Tommy Boy when he's like, I play with it I mold it. I catch it. Like that's what you gotta do. And that's what I think Brian Kelly's gonna do.
0: Well, look, I, I, I agree with that, but obviously I, when I say that, it comes off a lot bi- lot more biased than when you say it. So I'm glad you said it, not me, uh, Jay Crane, joining us. Uh, buddy, one more question about LSU and Brian Kelly, and I want to get your opinion around the SEC, and I know that y'all talked about the ACC today, or y'all put y'all's ACC projections out, I think, today, correct? Yeah, for the
2: uh, Atlantic. Right, yeah, so Atlantic
0: um, Brian Kelly, you guys were at SEC Media Days. We asked Blaine this, and I want to get your thoughts how impressed were you being around Brian Kelly maybe for the first time uh, uh, what he said how he acted what what was your takeaway from him from SEC media days
2: Man I you know I I think Brian Kelly sometimes and look he's he's a hard ass man like like Brian Kelly is about business like he's not he's not out there to just make friends and stuff like that but you know I think we kind of saw a different side of Brian Kelly a little bit he kind of embraced and leaned into the right. mockery that was with him because look he knows he knows he knows because he was in that tunnel when they were playing Bama at Notre Dame and he saw what they look like and then what Bama looked like. He knows what he's working with. To me, I think you should start to get worried when Brian Kelly's not over there freaking out or, or making you know claims of we're not afraid of this guy, we're not afraid of this guy's. Hey, look, you know, I, my southern accent, ha ha ha, this, that, and the other. He seemed very comfortable to me like all the the hoopla and the stuff's kind of over with and now it's time to get down to business you know to quote mulan which i never thought i'd ever do that but uh I, i just feel like brian kelly to me was very comfortable and when brian kelly is comfortable that means he's confident and when he's confident that means lsu is very dangerous now Quarterback position, Miles Brennan, I know he's been there since, you know, Curly Hallman was the coach, but uh, he's got to be able to stay healthy. Jaden Daniels, I think you'll see a package for him. I, agree. I think Miles is going to be the guy when they get down the red zone, which I hate. I, I hate taking quarterbacks out once they started moving the ball and got down in the red zone. It's just – it's kind of – I don't know. It throws off the rhythm. It's a defensive guy. I loved it because now, you know, you're kind of working out of a different basket. But now, man, I, I thought he was great.
0: Do you – to go to your – back to your coaching roots – how difficult is that though during the week to prepare for two guys? Is it pretty difficult?
2: Well, it just it depends how you're using the two guys. Like, like are are you rotating them every series? Or like are, are Miles you
0: bringing- Brennan, who couldn't beat a turtle in a race, and Jane Daniels, who ran 23 miles an hour on the little thing that mm-hmm. they monitor with. Like, how difficult is it when you have a guy that can rip it and a guy that can run it?
2: Well. Jaden Daniels, to me, though, is good enough to be a threat. I, I agree. don't think he's an elite thrower, but I do think he puts the ball in harm's way. And whenever you go from the packet in 12 to the SEC, the defenses don't get smaller and slower. So, you know, you're going to see a different level of defense. But I would always much rather face the guy that can't run. <laughs> I would just always, because again, what's what the worst, the most sick feelings you get as a defensive guy and as a defense coordinator is you stopped him on first down at second nine. You stopped him on second down, third and seven. You got him locked up in the back end on third and seven. And, oh, he just makes the guy miss and goes for seven and a half, and now it's a first down. Or it's a he broke contain. Now it's a scramble drill. Oh, my God, he's throwing it deep. It's a touchdown uh, to Keyshawn Boutte. So, like, that's the stuff. Whenever you have to face a guy that can extend plays outside the pocket, extending the play inside the pocket is one thing, but extending the play outside of the pocket is a totally different thing. Then you worry about the quarterback run game. It's like you know when Auburn had Jared Stidham at quarterback and they were running zone read. We all knew Jared Stidham wasn't keeping the ball. Right. If Miles Brennan runs zone read, I'd crash the I'd crash the back with the front side in. So uh, I think anytime you face a guy that can run, it's always scarier. But Miles is really, really good getting through reads, man. Like he can read it really quickly. He gets the ball out, and he does have a big arm.
0: You know, when you were saying that about running around and, and extending plays, I, I was envisioning I was envisioning Bo Nix, Auburn, LSU last season. So thank you for bringing me back there.
2: Well, listen, it's it's you know one of the the few highlights last year for Auburn. Uh, you know, again, Bo Nix, the Wicked Witch of the West. You know, he he, he would do that sometimes, but then. You look at Penn State, he doesn't go to the backside read on the two-point conversion. You've been the quarterback for four years, dog, like three years. Like, how do you not know that? It was a so, fade,
0: right? They try to throw a fade, right? They do
2: slot fade against Penn State, but the safety rotated over the top of the slot, so you worked backside. Demetrius Robertson was running a slant on the backside and was so open. Like, he, like, crumbled when Bo didn't throw it to him. <laughs> it would have tied the game, would have given him a chance. But, look, Bo Nix had, had some really good, you know – Moments. I mean, g- going back all the way to the freshman, you know, against Oregon and stuff like that, but he just wasn't consistent. And I will say Auburn didn't have a whole lot of weapons. And and I right. think that, that game really kind of – that was the straw that broke the camel's back a little bit.
0: I agree with you there. Jake, let's stay around the SEC, though. Uh, I think that the only weakness for a team like Alabama, I look at their interior offensive line and getting pushed around even in this spring, but they're going to reload and they're going to be back there. When you look at the West and you look like teams at Texas A&M and others, how do you see the West shaking out uh, uh, this season?
2: Well, you know, we, we put out our our predictions on it. I think the West is going to be a log jam, man. I got three teams going four and four. You know, I look at LSU's schedule. Uh, I don't think this is going to be the year. I, 2023 for A&M is going to be awfully interesting. They, they If they have a decent year this year, they may end up being top five, maybe even top three preseason rank next year. I actually think that, that – a and may start out 1-2, and 0-3 in the SEC when you look at it. I'm telling you, Blake, the team to watch out for is Arkansas, man. And I know you. a lot of people want to hop on the, oh, well, Sam Pittman the bandwagon just because of that. I'll tell you why. It's not just because of Sam Pittman. He's a big reason. You return both coordinators. You return your quarterback. You've had no depth on defense, and Barry Odom has had to witch his way you know, literally run three, two, six, like doing things that you don't want to normally do. And now you return bumper pool. Jordan Catalan, who was hurt last year at safety, comes back after missing six games. But your offensive line, you got St. John at tackle, Stromberg over at center. You've got good enough guys up front. I know they lost Traylon Burks, who's an absolute transformer uh, to the NFL, to the Titans up here in Nashville. But, look, Jaden Hazelwood's a guy that, that can that can vertically stretch you. They've got guys on the outside that can present problems, and Arkansas is going to be able to run the ball. I'm big on K.J. Jefferson, too. I think he took a huge leap last year, especially in the intermediate passing game, getting through his reads, understanding when to check down. And you talk about a guy that's hell in the red zone. The way he runs the ball is very, very effective in the red zone. We saw that last year. I think Arkansas goes 9-3. and three. But, look, Blake, when I look at Bama, I mean – You know as well as I do, that defensive line they're going up against isn't exactly a cakewalk, man. Right. It's just hard for me to believe that Bama is not going to be good up front. It was weird to watch them struggle a little bit last year early and in Mm -hmm. the middle of the season to run the ball, especially with Evan Neal and some of those guys. But everything I've heard out of spring, I know the game didn't go exactly as they wanted to as an offensive line, but everything I've heard from guys that I trust, from guys that are on that staff and in that building, that offensive line is going to be pretty good. And Alabama's backfield – really good we know they stay with lambos on the outside so look i, I think bama we had Brandon marcello on today and, and i agree with him i think this could be one of the best teams nick saban's ever had and that's saying so
0: well i mean will anderson's don't grow on trees and when you when he's got them i mean jesus christ Well, neither I does mean. dallas turners <laughs> right I, I mean and jake here's the crazy thing i'll go to your arkansas thing drew sanders isn't a slouch either
2: Hell no. That
0: was a huge get for them. Right. I mean, and I, well, I, w- I went back and watched, uh, I think it was the Ole Miss uh, Alabama game, and Drew Sanders was all over the place. I was actually a little shocked. So that's another ad for them on that defense too. Uh, going out east though, I know Tennessee wants to go fast like their name's Ricky Bobby. And I know yeah. that, you know, look, Mark Stoops does things in Kentucky that a lot of people doubt him, and then they always pop up and beat some people. How do you have the east shaking out?
2: Yeah, you know, I got Tennessee. I got Georgia running the table in the East. I think Georgia, you know, if you can call it a favorable schedule, has one of the most favorable schedules in the SEC. I, I think people, you know, sleep on Stetson Bennett more than a temper pedic But when I look at Tennessee, you know, I got them going 5-3 and three in the East. My problem with Tennessee is this. I don't think you can run that style of offense and win the SEC. You got to
0: slow it down some.
2: You, you have got to – and they don't have enough depth right. yet on defense either. But even if you did, it's so hard to say, all right, well, we're going to score in three plays, three and out, three and out, score in three, four plays, three and out, three and out, three and out. That's great. You have 14 points, but the defense just played 60, 65 snaps in the first half, and you're going to get murdered in the second half mm-hmm. if teams are able to run the ball. So you may be able to beat the Kentuckys. You may be able to beat, you know, beat Ole Miss, slip up and beat, you know, a Mississippi State, something like that. But it's tough to beat Georgia that way. It's tough to beat Bama that way because the teams that win national championships and win the SEC have some semblance of balance because there's always those two or three games a year where the offense, I don't care if it's baseball, football, basketball, where the offense isn't clicking on all cylinders and the defense has to save you. And if the defense is worn out and those guys are gassed, and you've got to say, all right, well, you've got to stop Alabama. we got to get the ball back. We're down by 10 with six to go in the fourth quarter. And they're just running power and counter and lead and ISO right down your throat. And you've played 90 snaps. I mean, not only does it hurt you that game, it hurts you the next game. Right. Then the game after that. So I think you're going to see. Because you've seen a bunch of these coaches. Mike Leach went really fast when he came to Mississippi State. They're a ball control offense now. Gus Malzahn. Wrote the book on how to go fast. Got slower and slower and slower and slower. Uh, You look at Lane Kiffin. He wants to go fast. He's basically an F1 racer. But he got (laughs) the SEC and was like, all right, we need to start going the speed limit because he learned that at Bama. So I don't feel like you can Harlem Globetrotter your way out of the SEC. I just don't think you can.
0: We uh, got a lot of questions from the recruit chat firing into you, but I want to get to one more from from me to you before we get to them. Jake, I feel as if that we're on a collision course between Ohio State and Alabama. It's just how I yes. feel. Uh, I'm not crazy, right? Like I, We no. can kind of write that in pencil.
2: Yeah, I, I've got Alabama beating Ohio State in the natty. Um, I think your four playoff teams are Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, believe okay. it or not. Um, you know, I, I think C.J. Stroud's going to win the Heisman. I don't think Bryce is going to win it this year. I mean, you look at the wide receiver room that Ohio State has. It's, and it's insane. Just, you know, deeper than the Indian Ocean, man. And then you look at the guys they got in the backfield. Uh, I mean, Travion Henderson, maybe one of the most, if not the most underrated running back in college football. That guy is an absolute stud on every level. The defense, Oh, look, Ohio State has the guys that can do it up front. That's the difference. Why was Michigan able to beat them last year? They had dogs up front. Agree. That's the only way. But I think Ohio State's going to win the big – and they're pissed. Ohio State's pissed. Uh, I, I really believe that you're going to see Alabama play Ohio State in the natty. I think Alabama wins it, though. But I agree with you, Blake.
0: Uh, questions firing in. Ed O, I think this is Coach O, by the way. But Ed O says, hashtag, ask Jake, do you think LSU can get a win Jordan, Jordan Hare this season?
2: I don't because here's what I know as an Auburn fan. And I want all the LSU fans to listen because y'all probably know this, too, about Auburn. <laughs> here's what Auburn's going to do. Their first five games are at home. We all know what happened with Brian Harson. Auburn's going to start out 5-0. They'll beat Penn State week three. I'm like, all right, well, something's cooking a little bit. You know, maybe Brian's figured out. Then LSU will come to town week five and we'll somehow miraculously win that game. I don't know if there'll be like something falls out of a blimp as the ball's in the air for LSU to win. It hits the ball. Or, you know, the Chris Pratt from Tomorrow War shows up and says there's an alien invasion. we got to start sending people. I don't know. Somehow we'll win that game and it'll be Brian Harson's Pat die. Hey, everybody, Brian Harson against all odds. Auburn's gonna win the Natty. And then Jordan's gonna beat us by three touchdowns. <laughs> then we're gonna lose an old miss. We'll end up going seven and five, and we will have to win the, you know, curemyherpes.com bowl to be able to keep the job. So that's you know, at the end of the day, like I think Auburn will win that game just because this is what Auburn does, man. It's just I've seen this movie so many times.
0: Shout out to Clessy, by the way, his secretary. Uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, sorry. All
0: right, last one. Brandon Fish or Brandon Reese says hashtag Ask Jake. Do you think that uh, Jimbo Fisher is the SEC coach under the most pressure this year since he it's it's his fifth year?
2: I mean, yeah. What, let's see. Do the whole league? I think it's
0: Drink personally, and I like Drink drinks a lot.
2: under a lot. He's got to show improvement. Harson's under a lot, man. But True. I will say, with teams that have super high expectations, yes. For teams that, that think, that, for fan bases that think they have a chance to win the Natty, I mean, you just gave Jimbo basically half the state of Texas. I mean, he's got so much hunt and land. I mean, I don't think Bear Grills could prove that <laughs> thing if you gave him two years. So you look at that money, you look at that contract, you are in year five. But I said this to AM fans you got one more year to be patient. And I know you don't want to hear it. I know you're tired of being patient. I know you hadn't won a Natty since World War II, since everybody started getting drafted. And I know you just watched Georgia win one for the first time in 40 years, but 2023 is the year, and Max Johnson's going to be the guy. But I'll tell you what was interesting. Our, our friend Billy Lucci today said that Damian Craig was working with the quarterbacks, and there was a couple other guys that were working with different positions of practice over there. So Jimbo may not have taken a step back. But he may be kind of rethinking, hey, I need to look at this thing from a more wholesome view hey, instead now. of just screaming at the quarterback's so on practice because Jimbo's harder on quarterbacks than anybody. So, you know, I'd say yes. I I would say Jimbo's under the most pressure. But not that he's gonna get fired. They mm-hmm. ain't gonna fire him.
0: That's interesting. I, I didn't know that. That that's a really interesting concept if he's taking a step back uh from this offense. I will say this, their D line Jake is filthy. One guy goes down, you're placed with a five star. That's insane. Yeah. That's how well, you win you know, games. Blake-
2: You know, Blake, that's how you got to bridge the gap between Bama and Georgia. I've been saying this the whole time. You can get excited about receivers, and you can put your hands up and shout about corners, but what you should really get excited about is defensive ends, defensive tackles, guards, centers, offensive tackles. That's why Bama and Georgia have been rolling everybody up and smoking them like backstage at a Bob Marley. (laughs) Because they got so much depth on the offensive and defensive line because it's not about your starting 22. It's about your starting 60. It's my best 60 versus your best 60. It's not just about my starting five offensive linemen. And you know this, Blake, you play the position. It's about my seventh, eighth guy. Who are my swing guys? Who's the guy that if our D tackle goes in, isn't going to come down and get ran through like a finish line at the three tech? Or the nose? Or the zero? Or when we go bare, am I having to worry about the zero? So depth up front gives you a chance. And then you put the pieces on the outside and put it together.
0: Well, I, I agree with you. And two, Jake, I mean, is your scout team giving you a look? And when your scout team's really? filled with five stars, it's insane. Buddy, I love you. You did a great job, as always. Y'all are killing it. Tell everybody they know, but just in case, where they can find everything that y'all are doing.
2: Well, Blake, you know I love you, man. I hope my nephew's doing good down there. I'm, I'm excited to be able to get down and see you guys. I know he's probably getting huge, man. Huge, man. But, but uh, no, it, you can find us. we Crane & Company. Uh, just you know, We're talking all football now, baby. Uh, we're a national sports show, but it's College and NFL, talking some Saints a little bit tomorrow as well. Uh, C-R-A-I-N and company on YouTube. We're live every weekday from 2 to 3 Central. That may be changing, though. We may be making some moves, maybe going a little bit longer. But, uh, yeah, check us out. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you like to talk ball and, and make fun of my brother, then come on and check it out.
0: Bro, he wears it like a champ. You got to give it to him. Oh,
2: dude, he does, he's my brother. I mean, look, he sends it right back now. I don't no, want anybody out there feeling sorry for Blaine like he's Oliver Twist. Or something. <laughs> like, he said it. He said it. He told me, you know, we put my hair up on the show the other day and, and I always introduced him as somebody with a mustache and he said I look like the grown up Jimmy Neutron. Like <laughs> like and I told him well I told him he had that had that mustache, that green green like pullover i said he looked like a young adventurous mr Rogers. It just, <laughs> so, it just goes back and forth and you know cones 13 feet tall so yeah. we always make fun of him but now it's a good time man someone in the
0: chat last week said his mustache had its own 401k plan and that's when he no left.
2: listen it, people there are two different twitter handle accounts made <laughs> not by us just by fans of the show that just go back and forth but like i said you know i'm just waiting him to start selling reverse mortgages
0: <laughs> i love it see you buddy y'all have a good night
2: all right, Blake, be good. All, All right, right,
0: you too, man. That's Jay Crane from Crane and Company. Always really great uh at what they do. Uh Travis says Auburn will lose against LSU. I don't agree with him there. I, I do think I do think LSU does beat Auburn. Uh I get what he's saying though. Auburn historically does uh start off hot, but I don't I don't agree with him there. Okay, let's do this. Let's pay these bills very quickly, and then we're gonna bring Pooh Bear in. And we're going to wrap up the show. we got a lot to talk about. Going to swing some things. Pause. But swing some sports content over to Pooh Bear and see what he thinks. But let's do this. Let's pay these bills. Let me talk about my good friend, though, John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage, gmfsmortgage.com. Guys, if you've been buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing it cash out rate five, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton from Eric from GMFS today. Give him a call at 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. GMFS, they're changing lives. All right, guys, we're going to talk about our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. We'll be back in one minute with your favorite co-host, Pooh Bear. Don't tell Zach. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vicnair, are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give him a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. All right, we're joined here with Pooh Bear and myself and along with Ben Rafino. Pooh Bear, I, I do agree with Jake on some things in reference to the SEC. I do think it's a very uh, log jammed in the West. I guess how much do you agree with that and how talented the SEC West will be this season?
3: It's definitely going to be a fight for second
0: place. Um, I
3: agree. I think there are a number of teams who can, and teams that people aren't talking about. uh, A lot of people sleeping on Arkansas.
0: Yeah, and I that's one thing that I agree with Jake with the most. Nobody's talking about, or a lot of people aren't talking about KJ Jefferson. Okay, look, I get that his biggest weapon is gone, but that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to run the football and get guys in space.
3: I think his biggest weapon is, uh, is his legs. Well,
0: it, it most certainly is. But here's the thing, though, Pooh. How much did he progress in the passing game? Like, we've, we Great. haven't seen him for seven or eight months. How much better has Kendall Browse been able to work with him and make him better? Don't imitate daddy.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm using my hands. But yeah. imitate uh, or imitate. Uh, make him better in the intermediate passing game, which I think is going to be very interesting.
3: Uh, first off, uh, I agree. Nurse Court is being a hater, but I agree.
0: What, what What's Nurse Court saying? I, you know I don't necessarily she always. She said, most
3: handsome for- co-host in the house, not Pooh Bear. Hater.
0: Well, I I mean, look, Pooh, I don't mean <laughs> this in a wrong way, but Italians are very good looking. Isn't that right, Ben? Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, so I, I do want to point something out, something that okay. came up today. Okay, okay. Uh, speaking of making changes and looking good, um, uh, a certain quarterback that, that a lot of people that Crane actually, Jake just mentioned, uh, came out with a fresh fade. Today. I saw and, uh, that
0: Stetson Bennett with the boot, with the, with, with the fade,
3: brother. Stetson Bennett throwing for 5,000 this year. <laughs> seventy-two touchdowns. <laughs> hey, he went in a brother's barbershop. He, de- he, listen, uh, super cuts. That's definitely not super cuts. No, no,
0: clip. Nah, he went to, uh, Poo, uh he uh, went in
3: uh, the hood. He went to Pookie's razor, uh, yeah, razor. Exactly. Razor. That yeah. man
0: went up in the hood and he went with some teammates and they said, yes. give this man a fresh cut, a fresh they line. Should, they, they definitely
3: slapped that alcohol.
0: on. Uh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that boy <laughs> has never been hit harder in the mm. SEC than what the alcohol did to the back of that neck completely agree completely agree i, I i'm going to tell you it, it it look it shocked the heck out of me <laughs> in that right Ben? Mm-hmm. hey do you want to go to the barbershop yeah do you want to get a boosie fade yeah okay do you want to eat some funeral chicken yeah you like mm. funeral chicken yeah is that your favorite food food mm, mm. No, pizza's your favorite. All right, guys, we will see y'all again tomorrow. Pooh Bear, y'all show y'all have a show tomorrow too. Tomorrow tomorrow. night,
3: HBCU hour. We'll be joined by uh, -by play-by-play and color analyst Jamie Walker. Uh, Tune in. We got some, you know, saying a lot of good stuff to talk about.
0: All
3: right, possible possible HBCU Super Conference.
0: Um. Interesting that they would have a super conference when ESPN, it's leaked that ESPN's having negotiations with them, huh? And hmm. just, just throwing it's that out there. All right, guys, we'll see y'all again soon. Uh, Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com will be on his show now. Y'all go over to LSU Tigers on Tiger Bay. But we will see you guys again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Tell them bye, Ben. Bye. Say, say bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. Say love you. Bye.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all soon. Y'all have a good night.